0: And welcome back to the meditation edition of the Anything But Square podcast. My name is Gen Dorning and I'm the Principal Teacher at Kadampa Meditation Centre, Australia, up in the Dandenong Ranges. And on this episode, I'd like to answer the question, what is mindfulness? So, mindfulness is a very popular word, everybody's talking about it, um, but there's no real mystery behind the word even though it seems to be the poster word for a a, a multi-million dollar spiritual industry. The truth is, when the Buddhist teachings were being translated into Western languages, the concept or the, uh, the part of the mind that functions to remember, the part of the mind that functions to hold its object was um, rendered into English as mindfulness. So in truth, mindfulness simply put means to remember. No great mystery, everybody has mindfulness because everybody to a a, a lesser or greater degree can remember. Some people uh, people have a, a sharper memory Than other people. So you can argue, you can say, oh, these people have stronger mindfulness or greater mindfulness than others, but you can't say that people don't have mindfulness. It's not mindfulness itself, it's not a spiritual practice. Mindfulness is part of the mind. Now, you can exercise your mindfulness, you can train your mindfulness, and there's a lot of benefits to doing so. We can say that mindfulness is It's almost like, to use an analogy, it's like a a mental muscle. If you exercise, everybody has muscles, but some people's muscles are stronger than others. If you go to the gym and you exercise your, um, your muscles, they'll get stronger. And it's the same here, if you train your mindfulness, you'll find that your memory becomes better, your mindfulness becomes stronger. So often when we talk about mindfulness, (laughs) <laughs> Very few people can give such can give a clear definition. I've had people come and say to me, "Hey, Gandhari, I think I know what mindfulness is. Mindfulness is when you let your mind just go completely blank, isn't it? Just you let go of all of your thoughts." No, actually that's the opposite of mindfulness. That would be like going to the gym, picking up the dumbbell, then unfolding your hand, letting the drum, the dumbbell roll out of your fingers roll across the the gym and then just sit there. Now that might be quite relaxing for a, uh, a couple of hours, but your muscles won't get any stronger as a result. Some people say, oh, isn't mindfulness where you just watch your thoughts passing through your mind? No, that's also the opposite of mindfulness. That would be like going to the gym and sitting down to work out. And instead of working out, just watching everybody else working out. Again, it might be quite relaxing to sit there and watch all the activity taking place, but after a couple of hours of doing that, you haven't actually got any stronger. So mindfulness means to hold an object in your mind. And When we say object, we usually refer to a thought or a state of mind or a feeling. Something that we want to hold in the mind, moment to moment to moment to moment. So how strong is your mindfulness? Are you a person who gets on a plane and then leaves something in the pocket when they leave? Are you someone who leaves their jacket in the locker above your seat? Are you someone who's constantly losing your keys? You don't have great mindfulness. That's not a criticism, that's just a fact. And some people, they become so hard on themselves. Oh, I'm forgetful and I lose this and, I, and my mind's all scattered. And they become hard on themselves and they try more strongly to address particular instances of forgetfulness. You know, like if you're one of these people who left your book on the plane and then you walk off the plane and then you kick yourself and you think, I'm such an idiot. I'm really going to try not to be an idiot next time. That's actually the wrong approach. We have to generally strengthen our mindfulness if we want our mindfulness to be stronger across the board. How do you do it? Well, there's no great secret. You have to train in meditation. You have to train your mind to hold something. So don't hold the determination not to be an idiot. That's not going to work. Don't hold the determination, I will not forget my book. No, just, just strengthen your mind through focusing it meditation and you'll find that your mindfulness your memory your inner strength your your focusedness if that's a word will improve across the board so in the in today's episode i'd like to talk through a meditation on love just as an example there are many meditations that we can do and on the next episode we'll look at learning to meditate in more detail but just so you can understand this process of finding a thought or which we we say a thought or an object of mind and then holding moment to moment to moment. And the example that I want to use is love. I'm just reading from the introduction of the book, how to transform your life, which I've mentioned a few times. If you haven't got that yet. You can download it for free from how I'm going to read you this from the introduction and then we're going to meditate on it and I'm going to explain where mindfulness fits. It says here, page three and four. If we check carefully how we are experiencing problems and unhappiness, we can understand that they're all created by our wishing ourselves to be happy all the time. By stopping this wish and instead wishing for others to be happy all the time, we will not have any problems or any unhappiness at all. I know that sounds like a a bit counterintuitive, doesn't it? I only want to be happy, and yet the method to be happy is to stop wanting to be happy. Uh, It's counterintuitive because how would someone who wants to be happy realize that the fulfillment of that wish is to stop wanting to be happy? Nobody's going to realize that. You have to be told. It's like a very subtle realization but you try it we'll try it now when we practice mindfulness you need to see that by wanting to be happy all the time wanting yourself to be happy all the time is like putting yourself into servitude like a slave to your desire and the minute you say "Now nah, I don't mind anymore the minute you decide to stop that wish that uncontrolled desire that's Enslaving us just lifts off our shoulder, like a weight lifting off our shoulders. And in an out in the absence of that wish, you'll never guess, you're happy. Counterintuitive, I know, but we'll put it to the practice in a minute. We'll put it into practice and we'll see for ourselves. If we sincerely practice, it says every day, stopping wishing for ourselves to be happy all the time and instead wishing for others to be happy all the time, then we will understand from our own experience that through this practice we will have no experience of problems or unhappiness at all. I'm going to read that again because that's amazing. If we sincerely practice every day stopping wishing for ourselves to be happy all the time, and instead wishing for others to be happy all the time, then we will understand from our own experience that through this practice we will have no experience of problems or unhappiness at all. So we'll do this now in meditation. We'll go through these points slowly. We've only got like one or two minutes. It's very short. as As I've said in the previous episodes, these are micro meditations, but you can take longer in your own time. But when we change the mind to wishing for others to be happy all the time, that wish and any feeling, nice feeling that you have associated with that wish, I'm going to get you to hold it. Hold. Moment to moment to moment to moment. And that holding That's mindfulness. By training to hold your memory and other uh, internal difficulties that you might be having, scatteredness and so forth, they will all start to be resolved because your mind is getting strong. Right, let's put it to the test then. Please find a comfortable posture. Relax. Lower your eyelids. And remember, we don't have long. the main points to consider are one use your imagination to think or to stop wishing for yourself to be happy all the time just imagine that wish is gone you no longer have the wish for yourself to be happy all the time and we just take a few moments just to enjoy the, the happiness that comes in the absence in the in the calm, quiet absence of that strong desire. Now, the real magic. Imagine that your whole mind becomes pervaded by the thought, may everyone else be happy all the time. You can just try to see in your imagination, you just you can try to see them all smiling. Such is the power of your good heart. Your whole heart's transforming into this wish. May everyone else be happy all the time. And now hold this thought and any feeling associated with it, hold moment to moment to moment. Enjoy. A mind of love and strengthen your mindfulness. Okay. So you practice that longer, over a longer time when you do have the chance. You know, for want of a more Buddhist expression, you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. Not very Buddhist expression, but you're enjoying the happiness of a loving mind, whilst at the same time making your mind stronger through the development of your mindfulness. Beautiful meditation. Okay, don't forget our live lunchtime meditation sessions every Tuesday from 12.30pm at fedsquare.com. And don't miss the new episodes of our meditation specials at the Anything But Square uh, podcast, which is released every Thursday. Please do subscribe. And for more information on the classes and courses that we offer here at Kadampa Meditation Centre Australia, have a look at meditateinmelbourne.org. Take good care, try to meditate every day and we'll see you next Thursday.